This week on the BAMFCAST, it's time to party like it's the class of 1999. Once done, we're in. Alright, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 202. Yeah, that's numbers. Yeah. Oh, more than the last one. A lot of twos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. And for the first half, we come in here and talk about it. And then those movies, they get ratings. The good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yay! Hooray! And the bad bad movies, as a stay away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in three bags after Twilight. <sighs> so, um, because Mackie was not present leading up to episode 200 we we broke our promise for one episode mm-hmm. 199 and, yeah. it's, and instead decided to do a bonus uh rocktober episode just yeah uh, thank you everyone for yeah. that mm-hmm. um, don't look at me look at me it's not my fault so it was time to it was time to make up for lost time and and make good on doing class of 1999 all right the not at all sequel but by the same director as class of 1984 yes uh-huh <laughs> yeah so why do they keep um, saying it's a sequel just because it's a no, class I, said, of, I, I just said not at all a sequel yeah but why like whenever anything's referenced people want to believe well, it's, yeah, it's a school movie, so they want to retcon that yeah. continuity in there so like we always do let's get a plot summary out of the way of class of 1999 and keep going Robot teachers have been secretly placed in the schools where the students have run riot. The teachers do a good job of controlling the unruly youngsters until they go too far and some students get suspicious <laughs> the students get more than suspicious. Yeah, they do. They get they, fucking dead. They get squinty eyed and it's like, hmm, no, something. No, they up. get dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do. They get dead. It goes beyond suspicion. Okay, fair enough. Oh, beyond suspicion. That's my favorite other Stacy Keach movie. Yeah. Jesus. Was it? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not up on It just Stacey. sounds like a Stacy Keach my, movie. My camera. Yeah. Yeah. Trivia. My camera is beyond suspicion. Banana. Yeah, so yeah. this is from uh, the same director's class, 1984, Mark L. Lester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and many Song. other Bamfcast movies, including uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. Mm-hmm. A and he directed favorite. Commando. Yes. Which we reference often enough, but... Yeah. Um, so the big name people that show up in... Not the starring roles, per se, because the kids are the stars, at least credits-wise. Mm-hmm. But you have uh, Malcolm McDowell. Yay! As the principal of the war-torn Kennedy High School. Yep. Uh, you have Stacy Keach as, as holy god the leader of mega <laughs> mega megatech megatech megatech, megatech. Yeah. yeah which yeah megatech. he has bright blonde almost gray hair and oh he's got a just the sweetest tail. like rat taily mullety mm-hmm. yeah yeah fucking haircut but it's he's the also best. got like white contact lenses yeah. so he's yeah. got like these little tiny pinprick pupils yep mm-hmm and they never explain that he's a cyborg or anything. He just no, has this he's shit. Just, he's just a dude. He's just a dude. And he also only eats and drinks white things. Yeah, because I think he was supposed to be an albino. They just couldn't really afford to go all the way with that or something. Because, yeah. Hmm. yeah, that was supposed to be like his thing, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, we yeah. also have uh, Pam Greer as one of the robot yeah. teachers. Hey, Pam Greer. Yes. Um, and other people, the other two robot teachers you recognize, but it's Patrick Kilpatrick. Mm-hmm. Awesome name. Yeah. And John P. Ryan, you'd recognize both of them yes. as that guy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, the main student guy, uh, he was in Stand By Me, and he was also one of the dudes in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. 
Yeah. And aside from that, I don't think we'd really recognize him in anything else. No. Yeah. So yeah, he was the he was one of the kids in Nightmare Three. He was the puppet guy. I believe so. Yeah. 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 And his brother played by the dude who played Ed on uh, Northern Exposure. If anybody remembers that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I knew I'd seen him somewhere. Yeah, he's he's in it briefly, very briefly, but I don't know. It's like it's you got a big cast of decent people, but it feels like they focus on the worst one. Cuz honestly, <laughs> well, this guy just doesn't sell much of anything that he's doing in this movie. So, how he who, sells the, who some the brother stuff. kid? Like the or main, the main guy. your main guy. Cody. Well, he he's very much doing the smell of the fart acting. I mean, he's just everything he said is like smarmy. Yeah, he does a little bit of a lambert. He just has that. I mean, he almost reminds me of um, uh, not Norman Reedus, the other guy, the other Boondock Saint. Uh, it's it's bizarre to me that we now know Norman Reedus's name thanks from Walking Dead. Like mm-hmm. he was always the one that was like, yeah, that other guy. But now he's the one I know his name. Mm-hmm. Sean young, O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, the <laughs> young Indiana Jones guy. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, right. He, that guy Sean does Patrick, Patrick Flannery. Flannery. Yeah, yeah. He, Sean he, Patrick. He Flannery. does a lot of that yeah, like that smarmy acting thing. Nah, a lot yeah. Later in his career. Yeah. Uh huh. I indeed. I. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. That's the cast. Yep. What'd you guys think? Uh, ratings, yeah. Well, uh, no, we should talk about the. Yeah, let's read. Right. Oh, oh. I did do a lot of notes for this one, so okay. We might as well read some of them. Okay. Well, we already got into Stacy Keach's appearance, and he appears very early on in the movie. It doesn't take very long because you get weird robot narrator voice kind of doing the exposition dump of mm-hmm. how the cities have gone to shit, and it's the Escape from New York intro, is yeah. what it is. Yeah, basically, cheaply but, animated. Everything's gone to shit. And yeah, there, and there's these uh, what do they call them? Free fire zones. Yes, yeah. yes. Where they cops flat out say there is no law. Yeah, the cops have left. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. The gangs are in charge. And in that zone is a school. Yeah, right mm-hmm. in the middle of Seattle. Yeah, not New York, not nope. Chicago, not Seattle, Detroit, anywhere you would think would probably be worse. Seattle. Mm-hmm. There's Amazon. Kennedy High School, and that's where they're going to test bed this new program. Yeah, because for some reason, in a zone with no laws, kids still go to school. I don't get that. That the whole premise of this movie is borked because <laughs> it's yeah. six minutes in, it's like <laughs> it's like now, why is anyone going to school? I got it. Why I does know, anyone leave the house? I, well, that yeah. too. But I mean, I, I got the impression that like the gangs that was still kind of like their base of operation. Like that's where they went to mingle, not necessarily to learn. Just like we're going to shake down the, the stupid kids that probably really shouldn't be coming here because they're not in gangs. Because they were mm-hmm. yeah, they were shaking like, down the one kid for normal milk kids money. in there. Yeah, he's like, I just want to learn. Like, give me, give me your money. And <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna learn pain. Son. I just and, yeah, and, learn. and they just yeah, they rolled there to you know get into fights with because that's all they ever, ever do is like show off and fight. Yeah, I, yep. I don't know. Whatever. There's a lot of paper throwing. They yeah, live for that shit. If I wasn't so tired, I mm-hmm. had a soapbox to go on. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, Stacy Keach is basically uh, presenting. You know, they go, they go through the exposition. Okay, here's why it's shitty. Mm-hmm. And then they get to Stacey Keach giving a presentation to Malcolm McDowell about, you know, oh, here, you know, here's how we're going to fix all this problem of all this lawlessness in our schools. And the kids are going to learn because they're not going to have a choice. And he presents his three teachers who are, of course, robots because they have a million megabytes of memory in them. A million, million megabytes. Yeah. That's a lot of megabytes. That's like so many megabytes. Million. That's like a terabyte. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? No, it's not. What? Actually, it is. 
Oh, no, actually, it's more than a terabyte. That's a petabyte, I believe. Yeah. Because 1,000 is gigabyte. 1,000 mm-hmm. gigabytes, yeah. 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 So he's got a million megabytes in them. But uh, that they, they, you know, it, this is Pam Greer than the other two dudes who you would recognize. And they just kind of like, they have their each specialty. Uh, Pam Greer's chemistry. Yeah. The other one's physical education. And the older guy is history. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, this whole board member thing is just like, oh, my goodness. And <laughs> they lift, like, at some point, he li- the one, the, the uh, PE teacher lifts up his face. Yeah. To show the circuitry underneath, and you can see the eyes moving around. Well, he just jams all his fingers in his mouth, and it's just like, watch this. Yeah. Blah, look at my robot skull. Mm-hmm. That's when he says the uh, one million megabytes. Yeah. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, great. Oh, neat. Robot like, teacher. Right. That's a great idea. Future of teaching. <laughs> Stacy Keach is just looking. Like, he can't help but look evil with the setup that they've given him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, there's no way he could ever be a good guy. The way, yeah. they, <laughs> the way he the looks. The way they presented this. him. Yeah. He's just Because he's still no. got the mustache and everything, but he's got... You know the stark white hair, all mm-hmm. that shit. So, yeah, and uh, that next we got Cody getting released from jail. Yeah, he's done his time and doing the walk, and the guy, you know, and the the guy giving him his stuff back at the end is just saying, "Well, see you back here soon, buddy." Yeah, you know, he's like, "Oh, I'm never coming back." Blah blah blah. I, I want to point out that on his walk out of the prison, the the worst that looks like it happens is they throw toilet paper and maybe food at him. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, yes. that seemed like that seemed like the extent of the chaos in this prison. Mm-hmm. It is, yes. Because when he leaves, everyone throws bullets at him. Yeah. from their guns. Yeah, <laughs> seems, seems like prison was a pretty good place, comparatively yeah. speaking. Compared to what happens to him for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. I probably would have been like, you know what, prison. It's not so bad. Yeah, at yeah. least there three, are guards three hots there. in a cot. Man. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a chance of somebody mm-hmm. intervening on your behalf. Yeah. Once I got home, I would have just driven back and punched a guard in the face. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all just right, tell please. me when it's enough to get me back in here. Right. Just, yeah, because dad, his, dad. his two brothers pick him up. And immediately the one, uh, the dude from Northern Exposure is just like, let's get high. And no, Cody's changed. <laughs> right. He doesn't want to do that shit Stay anymore. Stay in school. And the brother's just like, why are you such an asshole now? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Why don't you want to do drugs? <laughs> right. What's the matter with you? Yeah, he's like, the brother I know used to want to get high all the time. Yeah. What kind of pansy are you now? Wow, prison has really changed you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's he actually like, rehabilitated by the prison system, yeah. apparently. And it's like, it's, he, he gets out of prison, and they, he doesn't even go home. It's just like, I got to get to class. Because they mm-hmm. go straight to school, but they drive through this demilitarized zone. Yeah, where they say, we can't go here. The Razorheads control this area. Right. And then, like, they go to the main Razorhead who's just hanging out, and he just says, like, hey, you got out? Yeah. See you in school. Ha ha. And then, shit, it's on. Well, because I think, like, stupid little brother is like, yeah, fuck you, or something like that was they're driving away, and the guy's like, what? And yeah. TJ Hooker's under the, under right. the roof. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, time to murder all of these people. Yeah. Of course, so, he falls off the car, and he's like, get them. Shoot. Which we haven't explained the cars yet. The cars are fucking Mad Maxed, like, I, just extra sheet metal all over these things. Well, not full on Mad Max. I mean, there's not like, it's not quite that like, they're not that level of militarized. No. It's just like, it's mm. cheap. It, no, I'm just saying they're like, they're cheap futuristic. Like, yeah, let's take a shitty Eldorado and then add some extra sheet metal to right. it so that it looks like a new model or something. They're a little, yeah. they're a little apocalyptic. But they look like submarines it. and, Well, yeah, you know. they, they've got some that it looks like they modded, but I'm saying every car just has extra shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're just regular cars with extra shit on them. Yeah. They're not like tanks or anything, no. but still, they're yeah. still well, kind of awesome. Except for the station wagon. The station wagons, they'd made into like little mini tank things. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. But yeah, so they all go on a 15 mile per hour cart chase. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, don't hit it too hard or this, this glued on shit will just fall yeah. right Well, off. if they had a bump, all that stuff is just going to pop right off. But then they, they go through a barricade of garbage and, you know, they're the, the quote unquote good guy's car goes right through the garbage and the other guys just plow into it, hit something hard mm-hmm. and man, just car f- ramps up and flips and everyone should be dead. But they just get yeah, out. Yeah, the guy go, just gets out. It's like, ah, oh, you damn kids, you know, mm-hmm. sucked. We'll get you in class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. And then so he gets to school and immediately like the cops are trying to search his car and <laughs> yeah. all his gang members are just like, are you part of our gang still? Or are you against us? Like, you know, I don't know, he, man. I just he's got like, here. Yeah, and he's like, if I get in trouble, I'm back in prison. And they're like, well, so Pussy. you're against us. Yeah. You know, it's like... How dare you? It's like, I, it, it's kind of that t- the typical just got out of prison, everyone wants you to do bad shit immediately. Yeah. Like, I, I, it makes me wonder what it's actually like to get out of prison. If there's anybody who's like... It's just like this. Yeah, if everybody's just like, all right, Time to do crimes. Yeah, you're free let's, again. Let's, crime let's go up, rob a crime bank. It up. <laughs> yeah, but you crime you're, away. You're free to you're do free. crimes now. <laughs> yeah, you, you paid for your first crime. Right. Let's let's so see let's, if we can get away with it this yeah. time. I I don't know. But it just it see it feels like every single piece of fiction where somebody gets released from prison, everybody wants some crime in. Yeah. Well, because the people on the outside are doing nothing but thinking about man when. Cody yeah. gets out, man. We're just gonna fucking do some crimes, man. <laughs> we we have been crime free. We can't for crime so long until he gets here. <laughs> We've been saving all the crime till Cody gets back. Yeah, and now we're really itching yeah. to crime. But but Cody crime sure harder. is. He sure is one of those protagonists that, like, no matter what he does, everyone gets pissed at him. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Like, like he could be like, "All right, I'm joining you," and be like, well, "Why didn't you join us sooner?" You know, they just yeah. Everybody shits on. I hate Co- you because you yeah. didn't do this yeah. sooner. Cody, so gets, you're out of the gang. Cody really gets shat on, like for the yeah. entire movie. He's, he's nobody. Just one of those protagonists that most everybody of, shits on. But here's the thing: as a protagonist, he's terrible. He only does like one or two good things in this movie. The rest of it is all pretty much really bad criminal behavior, mm-hmm. murdering yeah. and such. But yeah. <laughs> the, the you know the one thing that he does do, which is you know attempting to stop a rape from happening in the schoolyard. He gets in trouble. He gets, yeah. Not only does he get in trouble, he gets the fuck beat out of him by gym teacher robot guy. Yeah. Well, that was just kind of, I think that was supposed to be like show that they're glitching. Like they don't really understand. Yeah, things, I know. Obviously, but, but yeah, I'm just saying like the one heroic thing this guy yeah. actually does is just the one thing that gets him yeah. the worst beating. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we're, and, we're skipping a little no, bit. I know. Yeah, but yeah. in school, he's actually the only student that kind of sits down, pays attention and keeps his mouth shut. Yeah. Well, prison taught him. You got to yeah. shut up. Yeah. Because everybody else is just, you know, like they get the first class that Pam Greer gets to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, he sits next to, what is the girl's name? I don't even Lady have it. Mc- I Principal think it was girl. Christina. Who is? Chris- Christy. Christy. Yeah. yeah. Christy, who is Malcolm McDowell's daughter. Right. So, the character, not the actor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for clarifying. Sure, that no problem. Chuck. But yeah, she's. But he, he sits down he, next to her and she's like says oh this is school is blah 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 and and he's just like oh girl i can't talk to you mm-hmm. back to all the kids well he doesn't like, want to talk to anybody right you know. but there's just you know assaults happening all over the classroom yeah and, guys getting shaken down yeah. for his lunch money and, ten dollars i need yep. sixty dollars yeah. pam greer comes in and he's basically like, hey everybody calm down and they're like nah fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> and and it, as she starts walking towards the guys it's got the terminator vision 
where it's got all the options that she has. And mm-hmm. one's like karate chop, one's kick, and then one's just like fight combo number two. Yeah, yeah. fight combo number one. And and the guys in the there's there's a team of scientist dudes, including a guy named Marv, Marv, who Marv. are who are keeping an eye on them. And Stacy Keach is in the room, like we're gonna see how our experiment works. Mm-hmm. And the one guy who's yelling out the obvious things that are happening mm-hmm. is really stoked. It's just like, she's getting angry. Her yeah, well, temperature's elevating. Yeah. She's choosing fight combination two. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, That's what I love. They don't know how this is going to work. No. Like, like, these guys literally have no yeah. idea. They're like, well, maybe she's going to murder everyone. Yeah, they put a teacher in there with fight combo one and fight combo two, and they're just like, yeah. hey, <laughs> it, nothing's going to go wrong. Did they set up the fact that they were military robots pre-programmed, or is that only like they the only revelation They only reveal that later. Yeah, okay. at the beginning, it's just like, hey, yeah, robot we built teachers. These, we built robot yeah. teachers. Yeah. There. They're programmed yeah. to discipline and teach. Right. Yeah. But so she... I also, I also like to point out the fact that like they've formed the Department of De- Education Defense. Education Defense, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is a priority in our country. The D-O-E-D. The mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Dead. 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 <laughs> Very good. Dead. That's why dead. no one said it in the movie because they couldn't make it DJ's work. DJ's having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Okay there, dude. His analog tape is <laughs> what stretched. Is why does it smell <laughs> It smell like pennies in here. <laughs> it's salty coins and milk over there. <laughs> oh, uh, smells like Stacy Keach's banana. Oh, wow. Have you smelled Stacy Keach's banana? <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> so anyway, Pam Greer disciplines the punks, basically. By beating the shit out of them. Yes. And, you know, pushes one across the room and digs her heel into another one. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's just like, oh, I'm sitting down and shutting the fuck up yeah well and she's like all right now i can teach you chemistry <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and so that's it, yeah that's that's you know intro number one to robot teacher mm-hmm. and then basically cody goes to his next class which is history yeah which chipper british robot guy God, he's so happy he's it's the like, happiest robot the, the, they yeah. just programmed him to be so happy he just comes oh, yeah. in like he, he's smoking a pipe and chewing gum, which is weird. At the same time, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, he's a robot. It takes coordination. <laughs> he's got multiple processors. <laughs> and again, like the class is all just like, "Woo, fuck all! We're just gonna jump mm-hmm. around and beat everybody up, and this is great." And Cody's sitting there. He's like, "I was in the last class where something went down. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna sit here and not misbehave." Yeah. And like the two guys in the back are just like. You're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. Well, fuck you. And then they just start fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And you could just see. Yeah. And Cody gets up to stop them. Yeah. But then he sees the teacher moving and he's like, I think I'm going to sit back down now. <laughs> right. I think this is a good idea. But teacher is so happy when this is how he's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to have to deal with this. This mm-hmm. is going to be great. <laughs> and, and it's got, it's got like educate. The two options are educate and discipline. Yeah. And it selects discipline. So he grabs both the guys by the neck, <laughs> carries them up to the front of the room. And everyone's just sitting there going, oh, what the hell's he going to do? And he throws the one guy on the floor and steps like just in the small of his back, uh-huh. takes the other guy and throws him over the knee and starts violently spanking him. Yeah, because his processor then told him corporeal punishment. Corporal punishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. corporal punishment. And yeah. Just, Why this corporeal? He went out of body. Corporeal, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a spank, but it is like... It's like a wind-up toy. Like, just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not a sp- it's not the spank sound they use. They no. use it sounds like a punching yes. sound. Yeah, exactly. And he hits these guys like twenty times. 
Yeah. Like, like he spanks the guy was 20 times. Was it only times. 20 times? It seemed like It may be 100. more, but he spanks him, and then he just chucks the dude on the floor. Isn't he just kind of like gleefully looking at the class the whole yeah. time yeah. he's doing it? Yep. He's just like... Yeah. <laughs> picks up the second one, tosses him on his knee, spanks the shit out of him, and then literally just chucks him on the floor right on top of the other guy, yep. and then starts the lesson. Yeah. And everyone in the class is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the fuck just happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. That guy's really happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he was very pleased with it. And I... It, he, this, he really just wanted to teach history. You could tell. He yeah. was just so stoked about it, but they made him be a military robot. <laughs> yeah, he just couldn't follow his life stream. No. The job just, was not what he signed up for. No. Just he just wanted, he thought he was out. Yeah. Yep. And then a, a lot of stuff that kind of doesn't matter happens as far as like the the shady, druggy brother yeah. got beat up by the cops when they were trying to search the car. And then he needs drugs and the mom's fighting him for the drugs and... Yeah. Yeah. Basically, just it's just time to say, you know what? Everything here sucks. Yeah. Literally yeah. everything yeah, inside like, this area. As they're walking into their home, you can hear explosions and gunfire. Yeah. Like close explosions and gunfire. Yeah. Like right up the street. Yeah. But what I don't understand is like I, they never really made it clear how big this zone was supposed to be because there's a point later. It's probably not even in our notes where Stacy Keach and Malcolm McDowell go to dinner and they're in like a really nice restaurant. Yeah. Like no gunfire in a high rise that isn't burned down. Well, they're allowed to leave the zone, but they're outside of the free fire. Zone. How yeah. far is that? That's what I'm saying is like, did they have to drive an hour or three hours? Like how they had to get out of the yeah. free fire zone. Yeah. And that is something they're able to do. Sure. Yeah. But the weird thing is like, you are can there, get out of the free fire. I mean, checkpoint of some kind. Okay. You can get out of the free fire zone because What's its nuts and the girl later? Yeah, me, they, uh, me, <laughs> me yes, being you what's and the it's girl, nuts. PJ um, and the girl. Yes, this fall on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get out of the, get out of the free fire zone later in the movie. But yeah. like, I don't, it's I just, it's uh, it's just bad. one of the things this movie does. It, it yeah, doesn't, doesn't stick to its premise, and it just it raises more questions. We're, than, we're overthinking it, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it, there's still things that probably should have ironed out. It's just not good at the world building no. aspect of it. No. Like like it's a good premise, but they don't necessarily They don't sell it. But they, they spend, well, yeah, they don't necessarily have the budget to sell it yeah. either. Yeah. But what we're saying is we we're skipping like ten minutes of you know what, this world yeah. is shit. Yes. Like Yeah, and you get bombs to the point, addicted to drugs, there's bombs going off everywhere. Yeah. And then he gets back to school. We know that he's kind of established at least somewhat of a relationship with the principal's daughter and that yeah. they've talked and she kinda has more interest in him, but anyway, he She's basically about to get raped by someone from the other gang. Like, around the side of the school, not even, yeah. like, super hidden. Like, no, just, no, just right there uh, alongside the guard tower. Yeah. The guards are just not interested in this. Mm-hmm. So, he stops it, starts beating the shit out of the one guy, gets in a fight, the other two guys are holding him. Actually so, does some pretty decent moves in, in that he didn't get his ass kicked by, like, 12 guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did, like, the kick the one guy while he's been hauled by the other. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. stunty. Sure, yeah. he did all right. Yeah. But... Of course, the the PE teacher grabs him and drags him in because he and he identifies him. He's the only one that ever gets identified by name yeah. in their little tag things. Or yeah, whatever. I think he's been flagged as the leader of right. the Black Hearts, which is the other gang. But PE mm-hmm. teacher's robot screen says "Take to principal." Yeah, so they go and see Malcolm McDowell. Mm-hmm. Malcolm McDowell's like, "Thanks for stopping my daughter's rape, but y- you know you're a jerk yeah. and you you're, shouldn't." You're one. You're one. You know misdemeanor away from getting thrown yeah. out of here and going yeah. back to jail. I mean, yeah. I mean, he starts it with that. He's like, you should be in jail right now right. for this infraction. And he's, he's like, like, wait, well, I, and he's I, like, I stopped your daughter from getting raped. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, well, you should have called a teacher. And yeah. he's like, oh, and okay. And just, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll let her get raped and then I'll call the teacher. That mm-hmm. sounds great. Good idea. You know? And he says, well, you know, due to the circumstances, we'll let you stay, but this can, this is your last infraction. <laughs> right. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> One morning. And he's like, yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks guy. So then he goes to gym because the oh. gym teacher's in there just grinning like a madman, just like his next class is gym. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody, Cody, you're going to have to stay behind after class. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 the gym teacher is teaching them wrestling. Well, he's, yeah, yeah he's, he's making one kid do push-ups while he's like, I think he was he kind of standing on his back too, like kind or of something. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But whatever. Yeah, he's just like, he's like right in his face. Yeah, but at the end he's like basically like, yeah, pretty soon I'm gonna have, make you do two hundred and just like slam, slams yeah. the kid in the in the in the floor. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, get out of here in the showers. But you know, Cody, stay behind. Mm-hmm. And he just starts. He just flat out of nowhere, like just starts doing wrestling moves on him, like literally. Like violent wrestling moves, like picks him up, yeah. like and slams like him into the ground. He's got an arm bar. Yeah. And oh yeah, he, it's not collegiate wrestling that's going no. on. I mean, he's like picking him up over his head and ultimate warrioring him down onto the mat. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, kid who was getting humiliated with the push-ups has decided I'm going to go to my locker that's full of drugs and a gun <laughs> yes. and get a gun, <laughs> and then go back in there and he did some drugs first. Yeah, yeah, oh, some, yeah, well, yeah. Because they've got what? What was it called? Edge. Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of sniffy drug thing, whatever. Yeah, it's just in vials and yeah. you stick it on your nose. But anyway, yeah, so he's like, I'm going to hop up an edge and go in there and show this gym, gym teacher who's boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just beating the shit out of Cody and slamming him to the ground. So now he's 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 picked him up over his head, slammed him to the ground. So Cody's like kind of wavering in and out mm-hmm. of consciousness. Mm-hmm. He's all, I think he was also choking him too. Yeah. Because yeah. at this point, he's just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Well, mm-hmm. he's just smashing his face into yeah. the mat yeah. over and over. And, you know, Cody's face is just completely bloody. Yeah. And, I, and the kid with the gun comes in, and he's just like, all right, I'll let you live, Cody, for now, because i got to deal with this kid. Yeah. And, and the little thing, it, the little on-screen thing goes to eliminate target. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he... So he grabs like in, like kid. A, well, like in one motion, the kid comes up to him, and he's just like, in one motion, he's like, grabs him, takes the gun out of the way, and just snap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That quick Snaps that movie snap neck. neck. Yeah. yeah, and then Cody just passes out. Yeah, he's like, uh, did I see him murder that kid? Oh, I don't know for sure. Consciousness. So bloody. No. <laughs> Then he's next in the next class. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just cleans himself up, yeah. goes to class, and his druggy brother stumbles in, doing like the most exaggerated druggy slash drunk acting. Yeah, we've seen in a while. Yeah, stumbling they, over things, and the teacher's just like, "Do you have a note from the principal?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, here, let me get it to you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the teacher's like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. <laughs> just drags him out in the hallway. Yeah takes him to his locker is like open this locker he's like nah man lockers are private private property property. and so uh, teacher robot just hand through locker and rips the door off just like there's stuff in here Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at all these drugs. Right. So it's yeah. just like, well, he's, he's like with your parents when they find the cigarettes, and you're like, you're going to take them yeah. all at once. Yeah. So yeah. just <laughs> shove vials of drugs down yeah. guy's throat and drug foam starts coming out. <laughs> he just drug foam. Murders mm-hmm. that guy. I have some drug foam in home. I like that it was multicolored too, like whatever. Edge. Yeah, blue and red. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there's blue and red varieties, and... you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His foam came out like purpley. Yeah. yeah. That one was fruit punch, the other one was blueberry. Mm. Mm. No, blue raspberry. Oh, blue raspberry yeah. edge. Mm. Yeah, he, he's, right he's drooling all over. And then the teacher <laughs> just, take you know, the edge off. <laughs> for good measure, just smashes his face into the locker a few mm-hmm. more times. Sure, why not? Just, yeah. Yeah. And the teacher comes back to class and is just like, continues right on with the lesson. Mm-hmm. And Cody's like, but, Say, what but, happened to the guy? Yeah, was, but Cody sees him put the little cross yeah, that he had in, in his, his pocket. pocket like, so he must have grabbed it somehow. Like, hmm. Something's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
Meanwhile, then, it's it's time to go to Malcolm McDowell's office. Who's finally going like, you fuck your fucking robots just killed two kids yeah. in my yeah. school. And Stacey Keys is just like deal with it. Oh yeah, yeah. like <laughs> operating much. exactly as they're supposed to. Yeah. And he's like, they just killed two kids in the school. And he's like, they were yeah. defending themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what you wanted. The school's infested with assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, he he's like, well, no, that kid died of a drug overdose. And Tara Stamps like, did it also <laughs> smash his skull? <laughs> he's like. The, the, well, yeah, because all yeah, the drug robots overdoses are, don't tend to lead to shattered skulls. Yeah, but but all the all the robots are in there, and Pam Greer, because she's a chemistry teacher, is explaining that it, exposed uh, long term exposure to drugs yeah. is known to cause vast side effects, yeah. <laughs> like a broken face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. your face will explode yeah. through your face. And yeah. we have to note the whole time this scene's going on, Stacy Keach, Stacy Keach is slowly eating a banana. Yeah, sure. He's just like for the for most of it, he's just got the banana he's in just his hand, it. yeah. And he's just kind of smirking with the banana near his face, like. Yeah, I like, notice yeah. most scenes he's doing like there's food or a drink, right, in his hand. He most just of the time. needed something. Give yeah. me something. Yeah. So yeah, but eventually they're just like, well, you got to deal with. You, he's he's like, I gotta I gotta go talk to the press, mm-hmm. and Sasuke is like, yeah, I guess you do, and then <laughs> looks back at him, smiles just a little bit. And then takes a huge bite of the banana and turns around and walks out, which yeah. is actually the screenshot somebody sent us when trying to sell us on oh, this really? movie. Okay. It was well. that exact shot of him just kind of grinning seductively while chomping down on a banana. <laughs> the deal with it, banana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Peel with it. Oh. No, there it is. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Right. So Cody's out of the... He's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Cody they Cody takes the daughter and tries to talk to to Malcolm McDowell later and say, Hey, these guys tried to kill yeah. you, you know, I'm pretty sure he killed my brother and he's like, No, 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 that didn't happen. That nah, way. they're teachers. Yeah. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. But is this when they go to the, the nightclub, the slam into everybody nightclub and shoot all your guns in the air? Cause this is this when he's like, I'm in the gang and they're like, No, you're not and then they beat the shit out of him and Yeah, where it's kinda like I don't this was the part where I was just like, why does Cody leave the house anymore? Yeah, yeah. Because everybody hates him. Even his own gang is like, nah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. He should just move anywhere else. Well, they're able to get out yeah. of the zone and and walk around in normal Seattle, so yeah. they could probably just get an apartment. And apparently they've initiated the brother by just being the absolute crap out of him. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. jump him in. Great, yeah. great gang. Yeah. yeah. He's all right. And they end up telling Cody, hey, dude, yeah, you're out. Yeah. You're not one of us anymore. So- to get into the, the crap, yeah, out I was of gonna him. say to get into the gang, you get the crap beat out of you. When you want to leave the gang, you also get the crap beat out of you. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. the gang involves the gang is all the about crap yeah. mm-hmm. beat out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Again, prison might not be so bad. Should have stayed in prison. I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, this is going on. Uh, Stacy Keach and Terrence Stamp are having dinner. <laughs> yes, they or are. Malcolm McDowell. Sorry, <laughs> they're having dinner, and you know Malcolm McDowell's just like, dude, like. What are we gonna do? This yeah. is not going well. Yeah, he's like, "What are you talking about? It's going great." Like, yeah, we're gonna make. are learning billions of dollars on this. And by mm-hmm. we, I mean me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Megatech is gonna make all the money, and you're gonna be famous. And I believe this is the part where he's just like, "Well, you know, you put military robots in there." Mm-hmm. And Malcolm Dowell's like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you knew that they're hybrids. Yeah. Yeah, he's we like, just reprogrammed them, sort of. We yeah, just laid like, some kinda, teacher programming over their war programming. <laughs> yeah, it's working and, out and really make, well, I think. And he makes the point to tell them like they can't really stop the program. Yeah, 
but oh yeah once you start yeah it can't be terminated that comes back later yeah it's like yeah. a can of pringles mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah yes. although you can end that oh by finishing, by finishing the, the yeah <laughs> all the pringles have to die right that's how it works yeah that's kind of what happens here it's the pringle effect but uh <laughs> since since they've tried to talk to malcolm mcdowell and said hey he killed the dude mm-hmm. it's like no nah, no nah, that he, he was drug overdose trust yeah. me the chemistry they, they, teacher explained it to yeah, me. Yeah, the, Cody steals the register and finds out where the teachers live because he, he needs to find that evidence of the cross. Right. He knows that is the mm-hmm. key. Of course, why the robot's kept it, I don't know. But mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and yeah, and keep in mind at this point, nobody knows they're robots except pretty much the people behind the scenes. None of the students know. They just know. Oh, yeah, they just know they're Damn, murderers. these teachers are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they find their house. Well, yeah, yeah. And, like, and he, they look he, it up and they're like, huh? Last time he was in the office, he swiped something off the yeah. Yeah, he took the steps. register. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, all three of them live in the same house. That's weird. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. And so they do. And it's basically an empty apartment with uh, cabinets full of WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's like there's like brake clean yeah. or like electronics contact cleaner and yeah. WD-40 yep. and some Liquid kind of tanks, nitrogen yeah. Yeah. tanks or something. And they're just like, well, this is weird. And then they just go into each of the rooms and there's like two different outfits for each person. And in one like box, there's a bra. And there's, a, there's, there's one black bra. Yeah. And, and there's what feels like a five minute conversation where the girl is like explaining that women don't just buy a bra. And therefore something must be up because women have stuff and they don't just buy a bra. And mm-hmm. And Cody's just like, whatever, just can yeah. we, let's, He's like, yeah, there's something up women here. Women buy clothes, yeah. got it, thank you, Right. moving on. But she's just yeah. insistent. I love just... that that's like her point of focus about this being weird. Yeah. The house has no furnishings whatsoever. No. It's got three chairs. Yeah. There yeah. are three chairs and nothing else. Well, there's three and tanks of something yeah. in the living room or whatever. But yeah. Next and, to the chairs. Yeah. And the fridge is full of just... Nothing. No, it, it had like... Tubes of something. Like oh, that's right. It had tanks like, of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tanks of stuff. Right. So, I mean, it's like there's no food or anything else in the house except like robotic cleaner. Right. But she's like, look at this bra. Yeah. Boy, that bra. That's really that. That was the straw that broke the camel's back, apparently. You mean the bra that broke the camel's back? Oh. oh. The yeah. bra that broke the android's back? Yes. Well, Pam All Greer is very chesty. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> what? No we had forgotten. I never noticed that. Oh, the movie yeah. tells us later. Oh, okay. Uh, but of course, he finds the cross as they pull up. Yes. In, in a pile of just random papers on a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's covered move, in blood. Yeah, move papers blood. aside and just, oh, bloody cross. There it is. And then they roll up in their Ford Taurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're home. Yep. And then, and then, what do they say? Because there's been an intrusion in our house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said... English or yeah, the history teacher again has one of his lines. He's like, you know, the sanctity of our yeah, civilization yeah. is built on the fact that you should respect other people's properties right, and like mm-hmm. kill them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah they they take off on the bike and they say, oh, the principal's daughter has switched sides, and <laughs> they go, we must eliminate the undesirable element. So they get in the car and chase, and he stops to let her off the bike and is like, just run. Yeah, take off. Yeah, they'll chase me. So they are chasing him through this town and hitting the back of his dirt bike with their Ford Taurus. Which like, should like, murder him. Yeah, like swiping the back tire, which like no bike survives getting hit like that. No. Oh, but it's Cody. Yeah. It may be He's Cody, cool. but it doesn't matter. He didn't have any He's super rad crazy Mad Max shit on his rad motorcycle. Yeah. But, but yeah. it was a rad motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It was all right. 
But eventually he, he ends up going to the point where, oh shit, I'm going down a ramp that's a bridge that ends. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a yeah. good thing they have that. Yeah. And I so like how they tried a, to... It was a pier, right? It was, it, it was kind of a pier, but it was on like a like a ski jump kind it, of... Yeah, it was di- like a bridge that they never finished. Yeah, mm. but I like the attempt at set dressing they did, which was near the end of the pier, put an overturned car. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the rest of the car chase is just through downtown Seattle. They're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, we can't do anything. The city's too big. We can't make it look like mm-hmm. a wasteland. But at the end of this pier, let's just flip a car over, and then we'll know that this is a bad part of town. Yeah. So, yeah, so he dumps the bike, and they go, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, because they're going too fast <laughs> right. to stop, apparently. Because the old one's like, or no, the gym teacher's like, I don't like water. Yeah. And then they just fucking water. rocket yeah. cannon they, off this thing. Yeah, they fly right off the edge. Yeah, I mean, they launch that for it. I mean, there's an actual stunt. They launch that for Taurus just oh, yeah. way off into the water. Yeah, it was They great. hit their mark. Well, the, the mark water being the water. <laughs> you know, there, there was a little buoy out there. Oh, okay. Um, they so. made it right to the buoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he, he watches the bubbles and he's just like, fuck right. yeah, I just murdered three teachers. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. And then he goes home and they just start wading out of the water. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're going to have to do something now. Time to start a war game. Well, yeah. They say something like, we can't wage war with one person. We've got to, you know, escalate, escalate or war games mm-hmm. yeah. or something. So, yeah, they just start. Would Let's like put these gangs game? against one another. Yeah, so they chase down his brother mm-hmm. and murder his other brother. So they've murdered both his brothers now. Yeah. Well, was the one guy supposed to be his brother, the junkie, too? Yes. I don't, okay. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Well, I thought yeah. they were just brothers, like air quote brothers. No, no I, thought, I think he was his okay. actual brother. Yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they, and then they killed the little brother. The yeah. little brother that looked right. like a little sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just basically Ray Mysterio him into the side of the oh, wall. <laughs> was just, that was a good chuck. Like, I don't uh, know. They threw something into the wall. I, I don't yeah. know if it was, you know, a stuntman or a dummy of something. Yeah, but they but, threw that person about 10 feet up this side of this building. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go, were you supposed to catch him? <laughs> I was, no. Whoops. Yeah. And so they murder him. Yep. And then they, they also carve the razor heads thing into his chest, don't they? Oh, it was on the basketball. Written in blood on the basketball. But yeah. they carved something oh, into they, his oh, chest. Probably. Yeah. They probably yeah, carved some symbol. Yeah, and the but other yeah, leave him hanging at the hideout. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like there's a guy with a bunch of pizzas walking out, and Pam Greer's like leaning on his car. He's like, "Get the fuck off my car, lady!" Yeah. I think that was the brother of the other gang leader guy. Yeah, or yeah. something. it was, but it's not really established no, well. No, no. It's just like you're like, "What is it's happening?" Like, who's this guy? Yeah, Pizza Man. And then it cut to <laughs> the other gang, the Razorheads, all sitting around, and they're like, "Man, we really want pizza." What is he doing? Where's our pizza? Right. <laughs> Get and us then they pizza. hear a car outside, like, oh, that must be him. Suddenly, yeah. oh, Burning Man. <laughs> Flying Burning Man. Because yeah. they lit this son of a bitch on fire and chucked him through a window. Yes, they did. And he lands in the middle, screaming and thrashing, and everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? And they they sort of try to put him out, but then they realize, nah. Yeah. And then they just stand there and watch him burn. They're just like, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, I guess it's a Viking funeral now. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody got some marshmallows? Cause <laughs> where the fuck's the pizza? <laughs> Did you bring pizza with you? <laughs> Is it outside? So, of Are course. Are you keeping it warm? Is this warm? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how, but they, they get the message through this that, okay, we have to meet at the docks at this time. Yeah. Which is the same thing that scrolled on the basket or scrawled on the basketball. Yeah. That yeah, meet at the war zone. Like right. they have a, they have a designated, they have a designated place to go zone. and shoot at each yeah. other. The entire city's a war zone, but mm-hmm. I guess they're, well, they this, have this a, is the paintball field that yeah yeah slash war zone. Yeah, that's pretty have. much what it looks like. Yeah, and it's just basically like okay, everybody here, all right, f- 
fire. But what this serves to do, it gets Cody back in the gang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he, like, oh, he has a scream of the sky. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's just like, yeah, yeah we uh, killed the Razor And then uh, from there, Angel, he's, uh, he's back in gang colors, which their colors were like, it was kind of like pink and purple and dangly shit all over yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like inverted uh, Sergeant Pepper colors. It's... <laughs> Yeah, it, it's 1990 neon. Yeah, yeah. it is it's way 1990. Terrible. But. Yeah, I mean yeah. they they just stand across each other. This like you know it looks like a paintball field because yeah. I mean there's obstacles and tires and mm-hmm. but yeah they just stand and across like got... they they stand like 50 feet from each other and just start shooting automatic weapons and all of a sudden we're like wow this is a really terrible plan and all of a sudden they're like all right time for the grenade launchers and, and actual grenades <laughs> yeah. so explosions start happening all over the place mm-hmm. and it and does the, turn into the stunt spectacular oh for yeah a while. and then the teachers show up they're like. All right, let's hey, get in this. Working. <laughs> They're like, let's not just let them kill each other, all of it. Let's help the killing. Yeah. So two of them take to the one side, and one of them takes to the other, and they just start going around snapping necks and killing everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and oh, the the gym teacher sneaks up like there are guys hiding in like a structure on the end of the dock a mm-hmm. little house or whatever mm-hmm. and they're shooting out the side of that and he just he steals a grenade from one of the people he's killed oh god tosses it in this room and jumps off the off the pier into the water and then napalm goes off yeah <laughs> and apparently it was a nuclear grenade because <laughs> that that building goes up yep, yep. big time mm-hmm. and everyone near it's like god damn what the hell just happened <laughs> I think those were honest reaction shots from the actors. I don't think they were expecting that. that (laughs) Motherfucker. Do we keep shooting, Mark? (laughs) It's like, yes. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, because a few (laughs) seconds later, they're like, all right, keep shooting. Yeah. And, And, like, the the history teacher goes into another building where other dudes are, and Cody and another dude come walking through, and (laughs) history teacher bursts through the wall, grabs one guy by the torso, and folds him backwards in half through the hole. Which is just like, whoa. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he's the the guy that gets folded was facing the wall so that yeah. he gets bent over backwards yes. through the hole. Yeah. And then uh-huh. you look into the hole and the guy is ripped into. Yep. And the history yeah. teacher's just standing in there, just like, Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. And Cody's <laughs> like, like You're next, Cody. He's Cody's like, You son of a bitch and shoots him. He's just like, <laughs> What the hell are you doing? <laughs> he's like, Fuck you. And Cody's like, uh, I get it now, you? they're robots. Oh my god. We're leaving now. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming together. But there's there's like even more like back and forth shenanigans between the two gangs because mm-hmm. well, okay, they're not done for some. Yeah. Story. At this point. Yeah. They, they shoot at each other for a while and then they're like, Cody comes back out. He's like, we got to go. Yeah. We got to get away from these fuckers. Right. Cause the teachers are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't remember exactly why the robots go and start murdering everyone else. Like, because they basically uh, the, go back to the school and and murder Malcolm McDowell. They do, yeah. For, well, he's sort of they like go back because he tells them that we're canceling the program. Yeah. This has got to stop. And that's when Stacy Keach is like, "No, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't no, cancel the problem. You're canceled. These guys are set to eliminate threats, okay. and you're a threat. Right. So, so yeah, they time to roadhouse your goodbye. neck. Yeah, they pick them up and they do. They it's exactly it. Yeah. They even have the fingerprints in yes. the side, like oh, yeah. not fingerprints, like finger, finger holes, holes where it's yeah. stuck inside in of his. Neck. I was actually imagining him like if he tried to whistle, you could make him like a recorder. Just <laughs> 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 yeah, the old recorder neck kill. Yeah, yeah. but it, the robots are just basically in Terminator mode at this point. They're just mm-hmm. like murder everything you yeah. can get to, and they kill all the scientists that have been monitoring the project because the scientists were like even more. There, there's a, a brief scene where where they tell Stacy Keach walks up and he's like. We can't monitor them if they're not on site. What are they doing? He's like, they decided to take the day off. Yeah. They just need a day off. And right. they're like, no, you need to get them back here. Like, they're not functioning quite right. And he's yeah. like, Stacey's like, nah, 
you don't need to worry about it, Marv. <laughs> right. Marv. Yeah. Why that one scientist gets do? named Marv. Yeah. <laughs> in so a derogatory intense. way. You were so intense earlier. Well, because it's, the... so, it's fun to insult a guy named Marv. I know. Like, like to punctuate it with just Marv. a sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get right on that. Marv. Because there's nothing Marv can say after that. It's like, yeah, that's my name. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth move. Yes, you are my Marv. <laughs> I know. But yeah, we come back, they're dead. <sighs> and they decide to kidnap, after this, they kidnap Christy. Christy. Yeah. The girlfriend. And they call both gang leaders. Yeah. And impersonate each other's voices. Yeah, and doing, say, doing the Terminator thing, like, oh, mm-hmm. we can be the other person with their yeah. magic voice, voice thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but somehow Cody figures out that it's not them because he goes, why would they want to meet at the school? Yeah. Why would Razorhead guy go to the school when yeah. you didn't have to go to the school? It's a trap. And you it, know who's at the school? And, the teachers. And, and also every once in a while, he keeps telling yeah, the rest of his Blackhearts, like, no, there's something up with these people. They're they're crazy. They're, they're something I shot at them, and they're like, oh, shut up, you. Yeah. Yeah, like, just quit making shut, shut up. up. Yeah. Now you're bringing your, your dead brother into this. That's yeah. bullshit. And then Lay off the as edge. soon as they come up with that plan, everyone's like, fuck, yeah, you're right. They're robots. Yeah. yeah. And this is like over the span, like a four-second conversation. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, he's got no reason to go to the school. It's the robot teachers. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, shit. Woo, let's go get him. <laughs> you put it all together, Cody. Yeah. Cody, you're the leader. Let's go. Yeah. Keep in mind, they- this is the Cody who they kicked out yeah, 15 minutes earlier. Oh, yeah. but before they go over there, doesn't he say like, yeah, jump me back in. And they beat him up real quick. Was I the Did only they? one that saw that? There was some point where before they <laughs> went back to the school to kick ass, <laughs> he was like, jump me back in. And they all... Beat maybe, on him real yeah, quick. Yeah, maybe that's as that scene happened. was fading out. Yeah. Who knows? Why not? Sure. But yeah, but this this leads to assault at the school where he they come up. He meets with the other gang leader, and they're like, "All right, all their gangs are here," and he's like, "I didn't call you here, and you didn't call me here. Mm-hmm. It's all the teachers, man." They're and like, yeah, yeah, and well, and he <laughs> again, goes, it's a, it's a very quick leap to like yeah. you know understanding where he's yeah. Like, he kind of convinces the other guy, and the other guy. It's kind of funny because the other guy's like. If there's no teachers in there, the war's back on, <laughs> right. man. Yeah. Because it's like, this is basically a timeout. Like, whoa, timeout. Let's go in the school and see if the teachers are there. And if you're right, we'll kill them. If not, we'll come back outside yeah. and shoot at each other. So he gets a speech in front of the school where he goes, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to waste some teachers. Are yeah. you with me? <laughs> and we were like, fuck yes. So they decide, okay, we're let's do this. And he goes back to his second in command who's like, He's like, all right, do it. And this guy has this grin. He's just like, fuck yeah. Because he mm-hmm. breaks out a law rocket oh, and God. just launches it at the front gate. He's and so then, fucking happy to do that. Oh, and yep. they cut back to him and he's just got the biggest grin on his face. Like, kind of like, I'm I, so I, glad you'd let me shoot. It that kind of looked like thing. a grin, like, of like, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm the not, rocket not, man. Not even like, like ooh, <laughs> giddy. Yeah. Like, no, but he yeah. was still excited. Because oh, like, yep. he was like, man, I can't believe we forgot the rocket during the war zone <laughs> fight. <laughs> right? How did I forget this? <laughs> and then it becomes like stunt spectacular into oh, the yeah. school, which is just basically like motorcycles driving through windows. And there is bike defenestration. Mm-hmm. That's how they get in. Yep. They're just like, fuck it. Riding a bike through a window. Yep. 
through doors. Yeah, Stone Cold yeah. style. Mm-hmm. Oh, they ride all the way through, like right into the chemistry classroom on the bikes. Yeah, their like, their bad strategy is let's roll through every inch of the school on our bikes and well, like, find the teachers. Well, like down to the end of the row and then back up to the front. Yeah. And as they're coming back out of the chemistry classroom, that's when <laughs> Pam Greer's there and she just clotheslines the dude in the back yeah. on the bike yeah. mm-hmm. and starts fighting. And do they? Sh- I think they shoot at her arm or something because... For whatever reason, at this point, I guess the robots are like, fuck it, the, the pretense is up, because they start ripping off their own appendages. Well, and, she rips and, her chest open, yeah, and she's like, look at this, bitches, I'm a robot. Yeah. Complete with shot robot her. tits. They've, they've, <laughs> they've put, like, 40 bullets into her yeah. at this yeah. point. Well, I was just saying, like, all pretenses are gone, because they they start, like, ripping off their skin and, and unveiling their secret weapons. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, she, because it's Pam Greer, they, they give her, like, the, you know, rip open her chest thing, so she's got, like robot parts hanging out and then like fake robo titty over here mm-hmm. and open mm-hmm. shirt and everything. And then like when she, but when she rips off her arm, well, it's, her, she holds her arm up and yeah. it, it just melts yeah, off. It just melts. Yeah. She just scowls and it yeah, melts. That's yeah. right. And then, yeah. And then it, it she's got a hidden flamethrower oh, yes, in her arm. Flamethrower. So yeah, she, she tries to torch at them and, and torches two other bikers that were <laughs> following behind them. Yeah. Everyone else in the scene dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go to, um, Whatever they get to the history teacher guy and his his secret weapon is he not I'm sorry not the history teacher the Jim, PE Jim teacher, teacher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he, he does the same thing like I said they're just like he just it. rips his arm yeah off. he's like fuck you guys yeah. check yeah. this check out, this out. <laughs> and he's got this weird like rocket launcher thing like it's like a, it's a rotating, rotating rocket launcher, launcher. yeah but it yeah. makes like Star Wars torpedo noises when it goes mm-hmm. off sure <laughs> he fires one as they're like oh shit. He's yeah. got rockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he chases one dude down who mm-hmm. like gets back in that same ass classroom. Like mm-hmm. they've been in this classroom a dozen times. Yeah. And the guy kind of gets himself backed into a corner. He's like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> and the guy just standing in the doorway is like, yeah. <laughs> Fires a rocket, blasts this dude and the bike out the window. Yep. Where they show the shot from ground level. Yep. Where just suddenly, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. The, the window explodes and a bike comes flying in. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they had a dummy that landed off camera if or not. If they did, it vaporized. Yeah. Because, I mean, this thing was hot. Yeah. There was a fucking fireball that came out. Yep. But that was pretty good. Yeah, yep. it was all right. And they get down, and Cody and the other leader, like, you know, other guys have been shooting and Hector, getting killed. Hector, I think his name was. I don't sure. know. Yeah. But H- they, they get downstairs and yeah. they find, they find. Christy. Christy. Who's in a? She's in school jail. <laughs> yeah, she's in a cage and she's tied up. And they, you know, they get her out. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, we got to get out of here!" And you know, typical stuff. But mm-hmm. that's when history teacher comes out. Yeah. And they're like, "Fucking waste this guy!" So they both pump him full of lead, and he's, he's just kind of laughing at him. And he's getting grinning. more and more maniacal as it's going. Yeah. Because the first time he got shot, it kind of glitched him out a little bit. Yeah. And now he's just getting worse. And so he, of course, rips his arm off and he's got like a giant steel like, claw yeah, pincher, thing yeah. with a drill, with a drill in the bit. Of it. Yeah. The drill bit in the middle, which, as you can guess, comes into use very quickly because mm-hmm. he grabs these two dudes and it's just like he's got Cody by the neck with the normal hand. And he's got the other guy on his face with these with this claw right oh it wasn't it wasn't him it was um he met back up with his blonde one of his black that's friends. right that's right yeah the rocket launcher guy yeah yeah he comes back in and he's like hey guys oh god yeah <laughs> he just kind of comes in and is like hey hey all right cool we found her and then yeah it's like, and then it's like claw to the face yeah. held down and drilled into the brain yes yeah and he, he had a really good one-liner didn't he, he? he, he says, says about, I, I like uh i've always enjoyed molding molding young minds yeah 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 mm-hmm. drills into him 
This is like he's very pleased with his. I've work always and... enjoyed holding young <laughs> well, everyone, minds. Well, yeah, we haven't gotten to it yet, but I'll, he gets a one-liner for almost everybody. Oh yeah, towards the end. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that dude gets his face drilled, mm-hmm. and then Cody, Cody gets away. Yeah, Cody gets away, kinda. But then the guy jumps on top of him, and he's like, "Oh well, you know, he's about to drill him too," laughing maniacally. Mm-hmm. And Cody is able to reach one of the one of the automatic weapons that's on the ground. And as the guy's saying something, he shoves the wet, the gun in the dude's mouth and just empties the magazine into this guy. Just yep. And says, your history. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> the back of his this guy's head just is blasting everywhere with green goo. Mm-hmm. And he kills the history teacher and says, your history. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. yeah it's he kills good. him and says, your history. It, it starts uh, an expectation for the mm-hmm. rest of the kills yep, in the movie. Which, which doesn't let us, let us down. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Because next up, they got to get away from Pam Greer. They run back who, to the chemistry who, lab. Who comes in, you know, it, it meets them in the doorway, and they're like, oh, shit, and they're running out the other way. Yeah. And get to the chemistry lab, turn on all the gas, right. mm-hmm. and hide. Mm-hmm. He gets an axe. Yeah. Because when she ripped He's open her chest, there is, in plain view, two tanks <laughs> that say, <laughs> Boob. danger, you know, flammable or whatever. Yeah. They're just, it's... it's The fuel for her flamethrower yeah. arm. They're mm-hmm. right there. I mean, there's nothing protecting them. So yeah. he goes and gets an axe and, you know, she's in the back of the class looking around and making robot noises and he just stands mm-hmm. up and flings the axe at her, which hits her right in the tanks. Oh, but when course. they but when they go into the, the chemistry lab, they turn on all the gas yes. in the lab. Yeah. And Classic move. So, Everyone knows how to throw an axe perfectly. Oh, yeah, obviously. sure. You yeah. Just, just... Cody took axe throwing classes in, in prison. prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do. Yeah, adult education. So she, you know, fire flamethrower goes off and then, you know, the whole room just basically erupts in Mm -hmm. explosions. (laughs) And we get the next line from him. Well, they get they get outside of the class. They dive out of the room as a fireball comes out behind him. Yeah. (laughs) And he just goes, guess I blew that class. (laughs) She's like, she gives a look for a second like, what? (laughs) Never mind. Let's go. (laughs) I think this is probably after they she found malcolm mcdowell dead too and oh he's yeah just, he's just like don't, yeah don't right. think about that right now come on we gotta yeah. go yeah they ran up on yeah because they when they were trying to get away from yeah. pam greer so, so she knows she her like, dad is oh god my dad dead. uh okay why does my dad have a flute neck <laughs> <laughs> flute neck <laughs> got the old flute neck <laughs> so basically it's just it's really just them. It's it's mm-hmm. Cody and her and the other gang leader. Hector. Yeah, for and for whatever reason they they run out of the school, which I was like, oh man, the final battle should be in the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just yeah, makes yeah. sense. Sure. Should, but they run outside the school and rocket launcher gym teacher guy comes back outside mm-hmm. and yeah, what's his name? Hector. Hector's I like guess, sure. he's yeah. like I got this. Sure. Like I'll distract him. He, you know, he's been itching to shove one of those rockets up my ass all, right. all day or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, so like he's. He's doing some serpentine motion, like, come on. He's like, hey, coach, over on, here. Come on, hit me. <laughs> Shooting Which, at him. Doesn't he finally? Like, like eventually, he's just like, the guy yeah, eventually stops for a second. Eventually, he does fire a, a rocket at him. I don't know if he It hits kills the him. guard tower, yeah. which is another rise. spectacular explosion. Okay. Just yeah. screen filling. Just because because Cody and Christy have run down and, and gotten one of the apocalypse buses. <laughs> yes. You know, they've, they've got these school buses that have, like, roll cages all around them and stuff. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, he, I they show him in the hood. Apparently, he hot wires the bus, and they're mm-hmm. driving it full speed back towards the school while this explosion has happened and gym teacher's not paying any attention mm-hmm. to what's going on. So course. they blast through the gate mm-hmm. and jump out mm-hmm. just before that. And the bus just nails this dude. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
smashes him through the front door of the school into, into the, school. the lobby. Drives yeah. him for a while, yeah. And then blows the fuck up mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Why? Because because, awesome. because movie. Yep, yep. But yeah, the whole front of the school just oh my engulfed God. in explosion. And they're like, <laughs> he doesn't say anything. <laughs> but you said busted, which is <laughs> which is a good line. <laughs> I would have worked better in the movie, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're like, hey, let's go inside and see if our buddies are still alive. We overloaded his bus. <laughs> <laughs> Which Nerd. is just movie dumbness, really. But they're, they're just concerned like, about their friends. Yeah, and yeah I can't it's like, hey, let's go that. find who's alive yeah, and who's that's, dead. That's what it is. They run around and they're like, oh, soon there might be some gang members left. Yeah. Nope. nope. And they, well, they hear something. They're like, they hear something from the, you know, the machine shop and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, I think that's one of our motorcycles. Yeah. Nope. And, and meanwhile, skeleton robot guy is started yeah. to pull himself out from under the bus yeah uh, and we get some 1990s compositing effects yeah where of, it's kind of like a stop motion robot like like that you see exactly why when they did terminator they were just like get all the flesh off of it make sure it's just robot parts yeah because they try and have like half his face be still human but you know, it's, it's fairly effective for it, the I mean, time it's, period. It's decent, pretty good for their it, budget, yeah. but it still doesn't look great. No, yeah. it's all at right. all. Yeah, uh, but still, cheap robot special effect yeah. walking down the hall, mm-hmm. which is the setup to a joke. Yeah, <laughs> with half face. <laughs> yes, but, so yeah. cheap special effect robot. But yes, we all called it like about that time. It's like, wait, Stacy Keach is somewhere around here, right? Yeah. And yeah. As soon as they walk into the shop and it's whatever machinery was going randomly. It's robot prob- arm. Probably from the 15 explosions that have happened. Mm, yeah. And yeah, they're like, what? And Stacy Keach jumps out from nowhere. And is this when he kills? Because he kills Hector, right? Some- he gets killed, right? Yeah. Or he does sh- he, he live at the end? Well, well, no, he shoots him because he's like, yeah, he all sh- I have left now is my reputation. And I can't have that if you guys are alive. And Hector's like, "Why you?" And then yeah, he's about to throw him. his yeah, knife that's at what him. It yeah. Is. yeah, Stacey Keats shoots. Like, yeah, so blam. he's got the he- you know gun to the head, yeah. and yeah, and gym teacher bot is like yeah. completely glitching out now. Just yeah, because he comes in and stomach punches. Well, yeah, he Stacey sees a Keech. gun in his hand. Yeah, and he's just, just like yeah. fist through robot he, fist through Stacey Keats. Yeah, his chest. Yeah, and Stacey Keats is like, "Why? Killed by my own creation." He just wanted, wanted a, not he wanted a banana. Yeah. And he was like us. He's red on the inside, too. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Despite all his whiteness. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so he's, of course, Frankenstein and killed by his own creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from here, you know, the it's basically, it's just Cody and Christy who are yeah. like, oh, shit. Run from like, the like, half-bot. We got right. fucking robots still. Yeah, she, she goes up a ladder, and the robot's like, I'm going after her. And starts mm-hmm. going up the ladder with her. Yeah, because he, the robot just backhands Cody and oh, yeah. chucks him across, across the, the room. room. Yeah. yeah, And so he's kind of dazed. She's trying to run away. Yeah. And, and then he, he's like, oh, forklift. Yeah. I'll get in that. That's a great idea. Yeah. So, I also don't know how to operate that. Along with throwing axes, it was part of uh-huh. the same class. Prison. Yeah. You shop, learn these man, things. shop class in prison is great. Prison teaches you things. Yeah. So, of course, he impales the coach. On this, Perfectly, while, yes. while the coach is hanging on to the girl, yeah, how he didn't hit her, I don't know, but yeah, he, he's got he, good aim he, with that forklift. He cut it close, yes, mm-hmm. but yeah. So he he stabs through the coach, and then pulls back and raises him up a little bit, and there are chains hanging from the ceiling because, yeah, of course, sure. there are. And he shot. tells well, the girl, he's like, yeah, put the chains, the put the chains around his neck. Yeah. So she wraps him around his neck. We're like, what are they going to do? Hang the robot? Yeah. <laughs> and the teacher's dumb. like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she 
ends up kind of just jumping off. Yes. <laughs> and so he just start, he spins the forklift around, I guess, to wrap the chains around the neck a little harder. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then, then starts lowering the. And forklift. then starts lowering yeah. the forklift. And the robot is just ah. <laughs> the robot's like <laughs> yeah, he, he's kind of choking and yeah, yelling at the same time. Yeah, which is pretty good. <laughs> and he goes, and eventually he rips the head off. Yeah, and yanks it down, and and it also rips him in half. Yeah, the torso yeah. comes off, the head comes off, and just pieces fall to the ground. Yeah, and he goes, "Have a nice stretch, coach." <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that is the last line of the movie. Yeah, it pretty much is. Cause, yeah, because they yeah. have to walk out through the fire and right. credits. Yeah. Yeah. It, they show- it's kind of weird because they just leave and it's like, you guys are going to have to answer to this. Nah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no law. It's already been established. No law. No principle. No Stacy. Like, there's nobody left. There's nobody left to witness anything yeah. that happened. I know. But- it's just them. Yeah. This is how it's, how it's run here. <laughs> the free fire zone, yeah. man. Three guess, robots yeah. enter, two humans leave. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So yeah, credits. But yeah, that's it. And a kind of almost good song plays, but it never really mm. reaches where it's supposed to reach. No. So. so. So speaking of that, yep. No Stargrove. Nope. nope. Zero nope. Stargrove. No. Nope. But I could not tell you anything about the soundtrack. Nah. The nine inch na- the nine inch nails appear. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like a hole does get on the soundtrack because I yeah. guess that was back when you could afford that sort of thing. Sure. They, yeah. were, they were pretty hate machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, clever yeah. girl. So, ratings. Yep. I give this a rating. What is that rating? You have to, give uh, it. You uh, have to assign it. I assign it a, a rating. No. Nope. Well, it's not how we do things here. Oh. I know you were off last week, but we, we yeah. things. We still give a new <laughs> Did you hear the premise at the beginning of the show? <laughs> Yeah, oh, we still do that? Yeah, we still do that. No, that hasn't changed. I thought good we bad just... movies, enjoyable bad movies, get one to five jocks. As in robot jocks. Hooray! Uh, bad, bad movies. <laughs> As in stay away, yeah. they get one to five bags in a negative, negative thing. I thought we just said that. No, just, no, no, no. It's a thing. No. We actually have to give it something. Shit. Mm-hmm. Well, Here, like... I'll, I'll help you out. I'll go. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you, you can follow my I'll, lead I'll, if you want. Okay. I'm going to give this movie two jocks. I give it two jocks because all the ridiculousness of the first hour and 20 minutes and then the one jocks for all that and then one jocks for the last 10 minutes of just carnage and stunt spectacular and even though the premise is is weak, I mean, the, the actual premise is good. Robot teachers who just start going crazy and killing everything, that's great. But the the picture they try to paint for this movie and the setting they're in, they never sell it properly. It doesn't make any sense. And I know part of that is budget limitations. But why there is a school in and this they, zone and everyone thinks they have to go, but you can walk outside and murder other people. It, just, it doesn't make sense. They mm-hmm. never explain the world they're in well enough and they needed more than three teachers yeah they needed an army yeah the whole school full of teachers yeah. would have done. Yeah. so but i understand the budget i understand all that so it's it just misses the mark every time it tries to do something it's like oh this is going to end so well and it's just like oh okay yeah well speaking of missing the mark i miss the mark luster of making commando <laughs> because Very I, nice. I don't really understand like what happened like why he got thrown in these micro budget movies because commando is like everything you want a movie like this to be mm-hmm. I mean it's like the DNA is there like the one liners after the kills I mean Commando is like the king of that Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't get it because it, it's like everything else is so middling about this one that I, that I just don't understand what happened and I don't know I, I, I I'm surprised you rated that low but that's where I was at with was two jocks um, there's a lot of boring there's some like 
there's peppered in good stuff throughout the entire movie, but yeah. there's a there's a lot of boring and a lot of things that unfortunately make you go, "What? Well, that's dumb." Yeah. And then, but that last like once you're like, "Okay, this is what this was all setting up of like go into the school and murder the teachers." That is fun, and mm-hmm. that's that almost needed to happen sooner, maybe, and but with more teachers because that's mm-hmm. what I think I remember about nineteen class of nineteen eighty four was like there was a point where it was like, "Okay, it's murder fest time, go go go," and mm-hmm. and it felt like it went on a little bit longer i don't know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah two jocks i'm ready okay <laughs> i figured out how this rating system works so i'm going to give it one jocks for the general mayhem and carnage and all the fun stuff in the movie adds up to approximately one jocks mm-hmm. except stacy keach who earns another jocks fair enough <clears throat> that's fair for being yep. so stacy <laughs> and keachy so keachy <laughs> Kichi. And just that fucking hair is yeah, worth really the jocks, good. really. And that banana bite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm at two jocks with you guys. I it's frustrating. It's a frustrating movie. Because it's it's tough to root for the guy you're supposed to be rooting for. Yeah. And it's tough to it's one of those where like everyone brings everything upon themselves. Like if he just stayed home and kept his head down none of this would be happening. If the teachers weren't constantly escalating everything, nothing would be happening. You know, it's like, uh, it, it's, it's very frustrating to watch. And like you said, just setups don't pay off. Yeah. Where scenes look like they would be awesome, but the action is really not well filmed in this at all. No. Like the first actual which, moment of action, like when Pam Greer is beating up the, the students in the class, we were all just like, no one made a sound. It was just like, that was weak. It was yeah. not anything worth like... And it's like he made Showdown in Little Tokyo a year later. Yeah. Right. With actions really good. Really good. Yeah. I don't it's get like it. What it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird roller coaster that he has. Because, I mean, as much as I love Commando, there are some problems with the action in the in the final scene. Sure. You mm-hmm. can you can see uh, the air ramps and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, really, guys? Like, you didn't think to maybe shoot this the right way? But I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I, I think it pays off better in the end than Class of 1984 does. Because I remember having a lot of problems with Class of 1984, especially how the main bad guy goes out. Yeah. Like, well, the, the henchman goes out worse in that because yeah. he gets yeah. the table saw to the back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, in, in Class of 1984, you had a guy to root for, at least. Oh, yeah. That teacher, you were, like, rooting for that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gangs. I mean, especially gangs like this that are just stupid. I, I've That immediately makes me not want to care about a movie. I mean, gang, gangs in general are just a dumb thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's let's get a bunch of morons together and multiply that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's what a gang is <laughs> generally yeah. speaking in a movie. Much, yeah. And, but yeah, when you, when you don't give them any distinct personality, it's like, I just, I can't care about you. You know, it's just, yeah. Gangs are bad enough. And, yeah. This is, you know, we've talked about movies that should, that should get remakes with a better budget. Mm-hmm. This is one of them. Class of 2099. I, I think, I think the premise would work. You know, the premise does work where you could have, but you need more teachers. You need a budget to show scale. Yeah. And you need to spend more time introducing them because really these ones, you get that one scene and that's it. And then it's kind of really disjointed from there. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think this would definitely be a candidate for a remake that would be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, break time. Yes, please. Okay.
All right, welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamcast, second half, half second number half. two. Time for more halving. The halfening. Yes. So I saw a movie Ooh. in a theater. A movie? Uh-huh. Theater? Well, I never. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the number one movie in America for two weeks running. I saw Thor. Thor. Two. Thor the Dark World, not Thor 2. Apparently, the, I, I think, other than Iron Man, they seem to not want to call the movies Ferris numbers. Because you got Thor the Dark World, you got Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't Whatever. Yeah. Uh, what did I think of Thor the Dark World? Uh, I don't know. What did you think? <laughs> That's the question we were asking. It's pretty good. It's, um, yeah. I think it's the, I think it might be the weakest Mar- Marvel Avengers movie since Iron Man 2. I mean, definitely since Iron Man 2. Yeah. Because um, I really, I probably won a few that really, really liked the first one. I, I just did. First I th- Thor? Yeah. I, th- I thought it really worked. Um. The, the Shakespearean type of melodrama that it had in the first mm-hmm. one really worked for me for that character. Yeah. I mean, having Kenneth Branagh direct it was, you couldn't do better if you wanted that feel. This one was just kind of more jokey in, in a lot of ways and not in good ways. Like, they really, they really hammed up Kat Dennings character a lot. Really? And Wait, Kat Dennings is in it? Yeah, she was, yeah, she was, she was in the first, first one. one too. Oh, yeah. She yeah. was the sister. Huh? No, she was like a was she Side, no, she was Natalie Portman's assistant oh, intern yes. or something like that. Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, maybe it's only because I saw five minutes of the television show. I was just like, oh god, stop with the bad jokes because I've seen five minutes of two broke girls and you shouldn't try to be funny. <laughs> like I'm sorry, like <laughs> I think it's like it like broke me for ever. Just stand around <laughs> with your boobs. Yeah, like I'm sorry. It's just like after seeing a couple minutes of that show, I was just like, don't 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 be funny or try to be funny because it's annoying me right now. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't dislike the movie. I'm not. It's not to say that. It's just it, it brought to light. This is the first movie post Avengers that, and granted, there's only been two that has really had to, had to beg the question of like, okay, Thor should be calling in his buddies because this is not only like world ending, it's universe ending trouble, mm-hmm. and and it's the thing that we were you know everyone was always saying like, well, now that the Avengers have met. How do you explain that they don't call each other when they need help? Because I was asking that during Iron Man three. Well, Iron like, Man. Well, okay, but Iron Man three was still kind of more of a, a personal ish struggle. I, mean, I know um, that that and one. And he gets cut off for the most part. Yeah, that that one that one worked, and they they made it work because it was there were potential big ramifications, but it was very personal, and who knew all the secrets, and who knew him, and why yeah. they were specifically targeting him. I know Thor is like. Okay, some some people are going to get this evil MacGuffin thing, and every five thousand years this event occurs, and if they get this evil MacGuffin to this to this point, they can unmake the entire universe, basically. Good idea. And it's like, well, good. This universe fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it's like it's like okay, it's time to call in the fucking Avengers, dude. It's like this is serious. Like all hands on deck. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is, is mm-hmm. potentially as dangerous as the things in the Avengers. You know, yeah. and that was just Earth. You know, this is all realms, hmm. and so. It does seem like a case for the Avengers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's Meh. just, I don't know. I mean, it's good. It's entertaining enough. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, if you're in, if you're on board for the Avengers stuff, you're going to see it or you probably already have. So but is Eccleston completely unrecognized? I mean, is he just, you have no idea. That was him? him? Yeah. Okay. See, there was, there was like one point in the movie. I was like, is that Christopher Eccleston? Okay. So yeah, yeah I guess he is pretty much unrecognizable. Well, he's the main bad guy, right? I apparently I, I never bothered to look it up. Like I just I saw him and I was like, it eh, might be him. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because they don't make them. They, they they talk in 
they never speak any kind of English. Yeah. Like the bad guys, they're dark elves is what the story is from long ago. Sure. And dark elves? Dark elves. Yeah. All right. Thor mythology, you know. Okay. Yeah. Swords and sorcerers and all that kind of stuff. Swords mm-hmm. and sorcerers. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, at one point, I think I, I think I saw his face and I was like, that might be Christopher Eccleston. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it never dawned on me to look it up later. Okay. Uh, yeah. Credits well, teasers. Um, How'd they do? Are there two of them? There's two. There's a there's a mid credits and there's a post credits little thing. I mean, the, the the one in the middle of the credits is the like set up other movie thing mm-hmm. that they've been doing here recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I want to say what it is. I mean, I, I was a little shocked that that might be enough to, to tell you what it is if you're keeping up with what's going on over in Marvel World. Don't tell me. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Don't say it. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, and then the post the post credit one really should have just been the end of the movie. Like I don't is it another joke thing kind of no not well yes and no yes yeah. and no I mean there's there's what there's a moment is like half of it's a little joke that probably could have been the after credits thing but mm-hmm. the other half that was serious should have just been the end of the movie okay but yeah so they've set up other things for Thor to do and yeah make other references to Avengers stuff so I mean, it it does its job in in the the chronicle of the Avengers. Things like I said, mm-hmm. it's just that was my biggest problem with it. Is like, okay, it's time to call in at least one of your other buddies. Like, this shit's getting real. Nah, and, man, he had Loki. Yeah, it's good to go. Right, but I mean, I guess apparently people like it. I mean, it's it's probably more action packed than the first Thor, which unfortunately to me is a little bit the to its detriment. Like, I I didn't mind the the talky talky, almost political ramifications of the first one. It, it for me it worked. How much mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins and Idris Elba do we get? Yeah. Uh. More Idris Elba than the first one, um, and Yay. I don't know about the same for Anthony Hopkins. I mean, he's still kind of there-ish. Okay. I mean, he gets to do a couple cool things. I like that. <laughs> so, I like yeah. Anthony Hopkins doing cool things. Don't we all? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I was supposed to see it this weekend. That didn't work out. So hopefully okay. next weekend. All right. Well, what did I you did see? see? Something. Yeah. What was it? Um, Amazon. For some reason, ship me my copy of The World's End early. Yay! Is that so what you I watched? was able to watch it. Today. Oh, okay. Yeah. How is it? Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, I kind of like the first half more than the second half, which seems strange because the second half is where everything goes crazy mm-hmm. and becomes the movie that you see in the commercials. But the first half um, finds that weird point to hammer my nostalgia bone, kind of. Yeah. With all like the early '90s Britpop that kind of came out before grunge and was popular for like a year, mm-hmm. and that's like the entire soundtrack and the entire focus of that first half is kind of you got the one guy who wants to relive all the old times and all the other guys who have completely moved on and kind of want nothing to do with them. Yeah, and man, Simon Pegg plays that so well through that first mm-hmm. half, like to the point where you're almost not on his side anymore because he's so much of a of that shitty guy that we all used to know. <laughs> but I, I will say like the first four minutes or so, which is him narrating the history of their first attempt to do the, uh, you know, the, the hitting all the pubs. Mm-hmm. It's such a good bit of world building. Like it, it conveys everything you possibly need to know about each of those characters and their relationship. And like, like it's, it just it sets the whole stage so well that it's kind of like, man, I hope the rest of the movie can live up to this. 
And for a certain point, the the first half does. Then the second half goes a bit crazy. And then by the end of the movie, it goes places I was fully not expecting it to go at all. It pretty much goes batshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by the end, you're just like, oh, wow, okay, whoa, (laughs) all right then. (laughs) Hmm. Which, I mean, in in a good way, but... Should they have called the Avengers? (laughs) (laughs) That's the know. new scale of how batshit yeah. crazy something is at the end. Mm-hmm. It it could have used the Avengers. Yeah, okay. they just... Yeah, I just I think the first half is very good at conveying a certain and, and maybe it's my age and you know all the recent stuff that's gone with me getting married and all that where you kind of develop a little bit of nostalgia for past times. <laughs> and this movie plays very heavily on that mm-hmm. and what can happen if you get too tied up in that. And it's very good at doing that sort of stuff, but it's kind of disappointing because that has to get chucked aside because this has to kind of turn into a world's end movie. Yeah. To a, you know, a crazy spectacle type movie. Yeah. But his, his action scenes are really well filmed, especially the first big one that happens is really good. Like you can tell he learned a lot from doing Scott Pilgrim and, you know, just, how to put scenes together much better these days hmm. and that the action stuff is all coherent and really good. But I, I, don't, I think of the Cornetto trilogy, so to speak with hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead, I still think it's my least favorite of them, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make it bad by any means. It's still a really good film. Cause like I've said before, Edgar Wright just makes movies that click with me and maybe it's the age thing. Maybe it's just the music choices. I don't know, but whatever it is, all of his movies, work for me so sweet it's funny yeah. i was watching a few minutes of uh, Shaun of the dead was on the other day and it was one of those things I'd, I'd heard it over and over and over again and i never bothered to look up and understand why they were calling it the cornetto tr- trilogy until mm-hmm. the part is when he's like i'm going to the shop what do you want he's like cornetto yeah. <laughs> and like it just became well, yeah, the running hot thing fuzz, yeah. it's all over hot fuzz yeah i don't remember when they had i think one well i think someone i think one. i th- i don't know they they did somewhere I'm sure because like and they're also different flavors. That's the thing is like it mm-hmm. was like a strawberry red one in Shaun of the Dead because of blood and mm-hmm. I think oh. it was blue something for Hot Fuzz and yeah. Hmm. So like they've actually been kind of yeah. And someone well he didn't do it intentionally. I think it was after Hot Fuzz someone pointed out the fact that they kept showing up in them mm-hmm. and he was like wait what? <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't know at all why they were calling it that. Yeah. I had not even bothered to look it up. So now I know. Yeah. Yep. But no, I mean, it's it's really good. And if you like those guys, obviously you're going to like this one. I just, it, I, I wasn't as in love with it as I was after, especially Hot Fuzz. So. Well, I think Hot Fuzz especially spoke to us. Yeah. In terms true. of our mentality of mm-hmm. cop movies. You've never yeah. seen Bad Boys too. <laughs> as this is the conclusion of the unofficial Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy, the characters are seen eating peppermint with chocolate chip ice cream as what the Cornetto Green wrapper represents. According to Edgar Wright, the green represents the aliens, right? Science fiction and extraterrestrial elements, which is the main motif for the film. Blah, 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 blah. There you go. News you can use, everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But man, yeah, just so much of the character stuff is so good in there. Like the one point where he's just like, I fucking hate this town. And then (laughs) goes absolutely nuts is terrific. (laughs) But yeah, see it. I'd recommend it. All right. Shuckles, I rewatched Man of Steel. Because, Why would you do that? Well, because I still hadn't really solidified if I liked mm. that movie or not, okay. and I needed to know. 
plus, I wanted to test the streaming capabilities of the PlayStation 4. Oh, so that's what I did. Wait, so you paid to see it? Okay. I had credit on uh, one of them, like Voodoo okay. or something like okay. that. So yeah. I thought I'd see if it worked. It worked great. Um, okay, here's the thing. I at the time in the theater, the the storytelling not being linear bothered me because I was feeling like, oh, is the film assembled out of order? This is not what I was expecting, blah, blah, blah. Knowing that going into it, it, it for a second viewing, didn't bother me. I was, I was perfectly okay with it, and it sort of eased a lot of the problems I was having with the early parts of that film away. That being said, the last 20 minutes of that movie can just fuck right off. I just... I... I <sighs> It's hitting all the right marks for so long in that movie, and then it gets to this orgy of stupid violence and just mass destruction for the sake of spectacle that is just beyond irritating, and just the logic of decisions made over the last 20 minutes of that movie just irritate the hell out of me, um, partially for reasons that you were angry at the movie about, partially just because it, 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 it that kind of that kind of destruction just isn't fun i mean there's like thousands of people dying but somehow it comes down to a choice of save four people because that's bad but we're punching each other through parking garages that then explode but that's okay that's Mm. fun that's fun death but this other death is somehow very tragic and it has to be stopped right away i just i don't know it just really rubbed me the wrong wrong way and then the sort of just total dismissal of any consequence after that it, it just i don't know there's so much to like in that movie there there really is for for the longest time that movie is just doing everything right but it it's like it's like they remade both superman and superman 2 and by the time you get to the superman 2 part of the movie you're just tired it's like okay i've i think i've seen all of the superman i need to see Mm -hmm. and then it's just cartoon mallet over the head for like 40 (laughs) minutes of just giant metal spiders and space and aliens and this and it's just like what it's just <laughs> where's richard pryor just slow down so, i don't know if richard pryor is the answer but. well <laughs> i'm just saying you know no. yeah i just i'm still just kind of somewhere in the middle of that movie i really like all the first beginnings origin story of that movie and then like threat shows up and it's just like I oh i can't know. tell you i mean i think i we've said it on the on air when i found out kevin Costner was going to play paul kent i mm-hmm. was like that is fucking genius oh, casting yeah. yeah and like i still think he was really good yes you know they just saddled him with dumb things to have to do in the movie for no reason yeah and and the end of his character is yeah. just like I mean, you know, you know, Pawkins going to die. Yeah, you do know that, but it, they do change it up as yeah. it's not the same story that you know, and it's just the way that it happened. You're just like, I don't know if that decision makes sense. What just happened there? Yeah. <laughs> They're obviously going for a tug your heartstrings kind of thing. Like, oh, that's noble, but it's dumb. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. It's almost worse to have a movie be like ninety percent good and then ten percent terrible. It does really like hurt. It's, it's more frustrating because it's like right especially if it's the ending that they fuck up. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can't just watch that 90% and then shut it off. No. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. I want to uh, mention one other thing about casting in Thor. I almost forgot to mention, like they changed some of his, uh, warriors three, mm-hmm. like the, um, like the Asian dude is different, but they, they figure out a way to like, just get him off screen. Like 
he's not really necessary. Just so like, that you don't really notice. Yeah. yeah. So that basically, yes. But um, <laughs> they they recast uh, the Fandral character, the Robin Hood looking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Zachary Levi, aka TV's Chuck. What? Yeah. yeah. It was like when I realized that, I was like, that's fucking distracting. <laughs> like, you know, I was just like, because I mean, before it was just dude. You know, yeah. it didn't really matter. And now mm-hmm. it's Chuck. Yeah. Now it's Chuck from TV. Does he have like lines and such? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, like that's what actually finally I was like, oh yeah, that. Wait a second. Are they spinning him off? I don't think so. I think I think I, he's probably a fan or something. And like they, okay. the other guy didn't want to do it. And he was like, "I'll do it." You Why know, would like, the other guy not want to do it? I don't know. What else is that guy doing? Who knows? <laughs> huh? I'll look it up for you. Okay. But yeah, superheroes and aliens. Yay! Oh, this is the dude. He's on a Once Upon a Time. Maybe you just couldn't get away with the TV schedule or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I didn't realize the original Thor was only two years ago. That feels like way longer ago. Well, it's because there's been so many movies since. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> been like uh, 50 Marvel movies. Well, yeah, I was going to say, we get like, what, we're on about three a year now? Yeah. Plus, we got we, a show, and we there's that multi-deal on Netflix that's coming, and it's just... Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, email time? Okay. All right. Uh, first one up is from Pierre. This is Belated Happy Hello, 200. Hello, Pierre. Hello, Pierre. Hey guys, bladed but hearty congratulations to you all on the 200th episode. And I've been unable to catch them live on your po- live your podcast that made long drives slash nights of studying much much more tolerable. I raise my glass to you. Thanks. I have one suggestion for you this week. Michael Dudikoff's Soldier Boys with a Z. The, the quick plot summary is that Dudikoff is a badass ex Special Forces vet <laughs> who is now spending his time as a counselor in a prison for youth criminals, gang members, and so on. A rich guy's daughter is kidnapped in Vietnam while on a humanitarian mission for the UN. And instead of sending in a special forces unit, Dudikoff is sent in and must lead a team of hardened thugs. This is where the fun begins with a very cliche group of feuding African-American gang members and their rival Latinos, a skinhead and a young Kung Fu whiz kid. Naturally, this happy family gets into all sorts of adventures in the jungle. Of note, the movie's tagline is, I shit you not, a dirty half dozen, but twice as deadly. (laughs) I look forward to another 200 episodes and more. Keep up the great work, Pierre. Yeah, Michael Dudikoff and a name like Soldier Boys. Have Have you guys done a Dudikoff movie? I don't think the Dudikoff has graced our screen. Yet. We need to. We, I could have sworn that, we did a Dudikoff. I can swear. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dude, did there's some dude, dude, Dudikoff. Dudikoff, dude. So we should watch at least American Ninja or something like yeah. that. We need to get you know like the canon Dudikoff. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've. I'm almost Was that canon in like the. Terms Both. of, of we official Dudikoff yes. and Canon films. Okay, I was going for a double meaning. I see. I achieved homonym. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you now? Okay, BJ is going to find which one we've done. All right, because I'm convinced we have. Go for it, BJ. Uh, next up, it's from uh, Polinic. Says suggestions part two: Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> Sup, Bamfcast. First off, belated congratulations on your two hundredth the seaweed paper anniversary. I believe. Been a fan for about a year or two now, thanks to one smarmy jerk face DDS and his <laughs> video channel. I think it was specifically the slaughter video with your commentary during Black Exploitation Month that got me hooked. You guys have been keeping me sane as I submit myself to the endless droning void that is a menial nine to five office work, and for that I thank you. Anyways, suggestion time, and it's a doozy. 2004 Cellular. A pre-Captain America, Chris Evans gets a call from a post-anything-relevant Kim Basinger in his fancy new cellular phone, a Nokia 6600, desperately asking for help. A post-transporter pre-crank, Jason Statham, is trying to kidnap her son and her husband, and it's up to Chris Evans with help from a post-Fargo, post-Boogie Nights, post-Magnolia, and pre-Thank-You-For-Smoking, William H. Macy, to save them. 
This film features strained logic, several felonies committed by the hero, and a string of Ricky Martin jokes. One of the most laughable moments includes Chris Evans unable to go upstairs in a police department to get help because his cell signal starts to die in a stairwell. One of the main villains in this movie is Bad Reception. Crash and burn butthorns, Polonic, sent from my Nintendo GameCube network adapter. Oh, wait. Oh. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love that movie. I've, I've actually seen that one. And it, it's it's been on some movie channels' recent rotation again. Yeah. Uh, that is a really fun movie. I, I have not seen it, but I own the shirt that William H. Macy wears in that movie. Okay. Wow. Because my parents went to like some prop sales place out in, prop warehouse thing out in uh, California, and we're like, Huh. All right. They're like, you like movies? Here. <laughs> Here's a thing. Here's this shirt. It's one of those movies that... William H. Macy wears a small. Okay. Well... Yet if... that still fits me. It's weird. Hmm. But yeah, it's okay. the green shirt he wears in that movie. Fabulous. That's my tie to cellular. There you go. Um, it, it, it's one of those movies where if you just abandon your your logic for a little bit, it's a really, really fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, much like Transporter, Crank, any of those kind of things. It's like, just, just turn your brain off and just watch this damn movie. And is there a decent amount of action in it? Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the thing is like it's it's a really fun. So it's kind not of, like phone booth where it was like no, it's not. He's like he's stuck there. I mean that's yeah. it, they were like what if phone booth? What if he could drive around? Yeah, yeah. what if it was a wireless phone? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it's really fun because like it, you know the the entire premise of the movie is kind of hilarious because she's kidnapped, she's been left in an attic, and she finds a phone, cracks it open, just starts touching wires, and then inadvertently makes a call. Mm-hmm. and that, calls him randomly. That's and, how it works. And he's just like, whatever, lady. And she's like, "Go, don't hang up. They're going to kill me. And yeah, so he stays on the phone and saves her. Blah, blah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I kind of love that movie. Well, okay. All right. That's why you should. Uh, I got a voicemail. Yes, we do. Hey, Banffcast. Just wanted to give a quick uh, recommendation slash warning. Just got done watching a 1988 classic titled Rotor. R-O-T-O-R, and that is, you know, on the box cover in initials with, you know, the whole thing, and it is an anagram for something. 1988, terrible Terminator ripoff, very low budget, kind of slow, uh, but I think you guys might get a kick out of it if, uh, for no other reason, like, you guys sitting around, uh, might be a good group movie to sit and rip on. I don't know if it'll give you a lot of uh, material to work with, but uh, I don't know. It has its little bit of charm and uh, in its low-budget and bad-acting sort of way. Anyway, if you uh, need the uh, video cassette that I purchased for a whopping 50 cents and probably paid too much for, uh, let me know. You know, respond on the podcast. I'll get back in touch and uh, Find out a way to get it in your hands so you can, we can pass, I can pass along the suffering to you and to others. Have a good day. Thanks for the show. Appreciate it. I, I just want to point out that the transcription says, hey, baby gas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby gas. Hey, we don't know who that was. <laughs> yeah, he did not identify himself. Um, baby gas. Chuck is a fan of Rotor. No, I am not. No. Chuck hates Rotor with a burning passion. I don't like Rotor. <laughs> Did you actually do a review for Rotor? I did. did you- I did the first part as part of Sci-Fi Spring Break, and then could not bring stuff, yourself to finish it. No, shit got real in my life, and I, I had to abandon that that year, and just was like, I can't go back to it. I'd watched it like four times at that oh. point, and it was just like that. That movie it defies explanation. It is. It is amazingly. 
inept. Yeah. But you look at it and it's like, well, someone, half the people on the cast or on the crew knew what they were doing. The other half had zero clue what they were doing. And sometimes it just comes together in ridiculous ways. So. Okay. Would you like to know who that was? It yeah. wasn't. Eric. Eric. Thanks, Eric. Called before. Oh, right. that time addressed or identified himself. Oh, okay. oh, well, thanks, Eric. Next time you call, remember to say, this is Eric. Yes. Or Eric. I can do investigative journalism like that. Hmm. No. You can do that, too. Okay. Um, I don't think we've watched a Dudikoff movie now that I've looked yeah, at it. Yeah, I You're looked, right, too. I looked, yeah. How, how that's happened is beyond me. Been close. Yep. Some, well, a lot of these are in our wheelhouse. Oh, of course. There's freaking ninjas. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say ninja. Has I Godfrey Ho ever worked with uh, Dudikoff? No. Oh. Oh. No, it doesn't look like that. Yes. So, uh, we got one from Birdie, who basically mentions that he fig- he says, Escape Plan was a four jocks movie, and he said, it's predictable, but it's humorous, and I did high-five my friend two to three times during the movie. So That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. And high five your friend. And yeah. he thanks us for putting up with his shit. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we put up with everybody's shit. Yeah. yeah. Equally. Well, most people's shit. Most people's shit. Yeah. So uh, we got from Birdie, we go to uh, another bird. Steve, like the bird. Heron. Ah. Wait. The oh, Heron. No, his name oh, is Steve, it. like the bird. Oh. Yeah. Okay. How do you spell that? H E R O N. Spell it like the bird. Spell it like the bird. Okay. Anyway, Steve. It says uh, 1999, because uh, apparently he sent this in during the episode. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey there, Bamfcast. It's Heron like the bird. <laughs> <laughs> I, lucked out. I lucked out. Yeah. I never get to see a live stream from the beginning. It's like watching magic happen. Well, it's a bad magic show at an eight-year-old's birthday party, but it's still magic. I was very excited to see that you guys were doing Class of 99, because I love the Class of 1984 episode. And also, I'm a little younger than you guys, so I'm very much a 90s kid. So much so that I would like to recommend a 90s cult classic that I love, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. It's a god-awful, but there is a lot of camp, too. Guaranteed to get some jocks. If you've never seen an episode of the show, don't watch it. It's pointless homework. There's a crawl in the opening credits explaining the story. Plus, the less you know, the better. So you're you're surprised by the shit that happens. I love this movie so much that I still have my VHS copy from 95. It's not on Netflix Instant anymore, but it is on the Netflix DVD service. (laughs) <laughs> or you can buy it at a Target or Walmart for five bucks. Or if you want to get Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, the sequel that is even worse, that is five bucks too. Also, they're making a sequel to It's a Wonderful Life, because why not? It's not like it's over 60 years old, a beloved classic, and doesn't need to be continued as a story. Hollywood needs money to pay for more unnecessary movies. Sorry for the rant, but I was pissed when I heard that story today. Anyway, crash and burn, Steve out. <laughs> and yeah, that is among every, the dumber things I've ever Every time a bell rings, heard. a movie gets a pointless remake. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if that actually happens. Well, that's when they were like, <laughs> remember the sequel uh, to Casablanca starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez from like five years ago? Mm-hmm. That was the thing they were talking about. Yep. Uh, they were talking about a sequel to Raging Bull there. Well, they did. They too. made a TV series as a sequel. To Casablanca? Yeah. yeah. It was called, I believe, Rick's Cafe. Yeah. I think uh, it was like, like early that. 80s. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. Dukov uh, was in an Albert Pune movie. Pune. No. Mm. Yep. See, I want to. Okay. I want. I want. I want to. <laughs> Power Rangers. I want to repose this question to him because I've I've seen at least the original Power Rangers movie. And I think I saw Turbo as well. Um, Why? Why? <laughs> don't don't. You're ask. a grown don't, ass don't, man don't, when those came out. Don't. Why? I I want to know which one it is where they have to go find their power animals. 
because you're winning me back. Um, whichever one that is is the one we need to watch because it's funny. <laughs> There's one scene in it that just almost makes the entire thing worth it. Okay. Yeah. Spirit animal. Yeah. Like just being regular old Power Rangers wasn't good enough anymore. They needed to basically Voltron the fuck out and turn into different animals and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know nothing about Power Rangers other than it's goofy. Okay. And it used to show up on TV when I was drunk. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> hey. And it didn't make any more sense. The Pink Ranger was hot. Was she? The original one. All right. Well, good for her. Well, I mean, there might have been other ones, too. I don't know. I didn't really watch all the Power Rangers. Oh, well, you should have. Yeah. Do your homework. Should. Actually, he said don't do your homework. Sorry. Don't. All right. Is that the only show that has more iterations than Stargate? Aren't there like <laughs> 15,000 configurations of Power oh, Rangers? Sure, yeah. Why not? Okay. So I thought. Yeah. It's, it's, it's neck and neck with Saved by the Bells. Uh, yeah. No, there's only one Saved by the Bell. No, there's the college years and the, no, there isn't. the next generation. The new class. Nope, new there class. is absolutely not. Saved I by seen the Bell, it. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was that one in I Las Vegas that. that they were in. Yeah. She was angry all the time. Man. Yeah. So angry. <laughs> that was a Saved dark. by the Bell in Viva Rock Vegas. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Rock. All right. But that that's correspondence we got. All right. So Okay. Contact info? Yeah, let's do that. Mail. BMF at BMFcast.com. Website. www.bmfcast.com. Social stuff. Buttons on the website. Garfield phone. 9105-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. One minute or less gets you on the show unless you suck. Mm -hmm. Don't suck. Don't suck. Don't go over Bring your best. If you're over the minute, what gets you on the show is being... Under a minute. Yeah. Follow us on one of the <laughs> follow us yes. on one of the socials, yes. either Facebook or Twitter, because then you'll know when we're live streaming mm-hmm. and you can join us at youtube.com slash BMFcast. You can if you can us. manage to log in. Yes, if you can manage to log in as yourself or your fake name or what somebody. Right. As somebody you can log in and watch us do this live stream thing and see how much we fuck up before we make the real Exactly. Hooray. Please don't post Hitler's or Dicks in our comments. Or Hitler's now you, or Hitler's now you went and did it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, go on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, That's and review. That's what the buttons are for, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was just going on because like, I don't know if everybody knows we do live streams. Yep. Just be seeing a YouTube button might be like, hey, what's this shit? So you want besi- behind the scenes stuff? Yeah. Wants to answer your questions during the break? Yeah. All that exactly. and more can be yours. Yeah. We do a sexy Q&A. What? It's a Q&A. It's not sexy, Chuck. Oh. I think Who are sexy. you to say what's sexy? I... I think God, the nervous expert. If, if we're involved, it's sexy. That's what okay. I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Well said, BJ. Yeah. Scold I like me. the cut of your jib. See? Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> Chuck, just shut up. <laughs> Poor Chuck. I'm sorry he's I'm being I'm just mean kidding, you. Chuck. You're sexy. And you know it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right, I'm going to go. take my shirt off. No, it's what? definitely time to go. Okay. All right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Out.